0: This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock.
1: Hey, guys. So I was really interested in Jim Baker's products that he sells. And I learned that, as it turns out, uh, you can also, in addition to buying his Apocalypse Week, get a bucket of glory holes. That's right. You can get a year's supply of glory holes. Now, they're they're kind of expensive, but... Can you really put a price on a good glory hole? Yeah, I didn't think so. But uh, you might be saying, Jim, yeah, I don't have enough room for uh, for a year supply of glory holes. Now, if you get creative, you do. So you can uh you put them all up, slap some cardboard on them, and bam, you got a glory hole coffee table. Or you can uh, stack them up and. Throw a air mattress on them, and uh, there you go—you got a glory hole bed, which you know honestly is probably the best bed you can really get. So I recommend this to everybody. Glory hole.
2: Hi, people this is Esme, and um, I just listened to an episode where you guys were talking about porn, and I had to call in because I don't know if I like porn as much as guys, but porn's awesome. It's educational. The only kind of porn that I don't really like is like, I don't like porn if it's in a foreign language. And I don't like porn when it's like in public and outside because I'm always like, oh no, someone's gonna see them. (laughs) Even though I'm looking at them, I literally get like, anxious about people having sex outside. I'm worried the children will see them or something. I don't know. The other thing that I can't stand in porn is when they play music instead of letting, letting people hear like whatever dirty talk they're saying because the music like never has anyone ever said oh that is my jam when watching a porno you know like when that drop on iTunes no one has ever said that I want to hear I, certainly I've never said that or heard it said um but I don't watch porn with other people usually um I, I don't know if that's a thing <laughs> um but anyway <laughs> so Flory Hole love you guys
3: Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago.
4: Finally back in Chicago. I know, Jesus. Fucking non garbage streets of Chicago.
3: An actual city. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. This is episode 291. Of cognitive dissonance. So see, so we're back. We're back back in civilization. We're back. We're back, like ensconced in the warm, loving embrace of the city of brotherhood, or whatever the fuck we are, or the city of big shoulders. Right? That's what we are.
4: It's the city of the most murders. I think is what it is. Yeah.
3: You know what? I'll take the murders over the fucking garbage on the streets. We just got back from a trip to New York. We spent now you spent a little more time there than I did, I
4: did. I did four days. Oh my
3: god, four days? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I can't even I can't imagine what you would do for fucking three of those days. I mixed the show one of those <laughs> days. <laughs> I mean we were just in New York and Eli was kind enough to show us around his garbage filled city. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, like having been now to New York exactly one day, I feel intensely qualified. <laughs> to judge it harshly
4: you totally have been there for one fucking day i was there yeah
3: because i landed you landed on on, i landed uh, on on wednesday night night. uh, we went out drinking yeah and that was you know that was fine like that's like going out drinking anywhere right like you get blackout drunk maybe you start climbing things who knows people send you pictures of things that you don't remember yeah right right. good evening i could do that anywhere yeah sure right and i have and you have in many places in many places yes So, all right, the first night doesn't even count. Like, anybody can go to a fucking bar where the booths are made of duct tape and garbage. Eh. The second day was tourist day, right? Tourist day. So we walked around, and we walked 11 miles, right? We saw a a, a fair amount of that city that day. Yeah. And the most impressive thing was falling asleep at the end of the day. That was the best part
4: (laughs) of New York. I want to say, by the way, we got a chance to meet in person, Eli... And yay? Thomas,
3: yay! Oh no, fuck!
4: <laughs> and I thought both of them were great people. And Thomas's wife, who was there, and they, they we had just had a great time hanging out with them. Eli, of course, was smart enough not to bring a significant other near us. <laughs> but, uh, but the three of them were just they were just really nice good people, people really, really nice people, and we yeah. had such a fun time hanging out with them. It was well, not funny, such a fun time. It was funny start to time finish. Time. I mean, it really was funny start to finish. We laughed throughout the entire trip while we were there. Uh, we got a chance to try and now we've got to end the, we got to end it now because we we know it now. It's over. The variables have been eliminated. So uh, the best place to eat New York style pizza, Eli took us there, huge smile on his face, ready for us to have a life changing experience. Sadly, it was not a life changing experience. It was just kind of a floppy pizza that really was, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't the worst pizza I've ever had. But it wasn't the best pizza. It wasn't even close to the best pizza. It wasn't even on the fucking top one hundred of the best pizzas <laughs> I've ever had. had. But it wasn't. It wasn't the worst pizza I ever had. It was good, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything memorable. Yeah, I think if I had that pizza delivered, I would maybe deliver
3: from there again. I'd be like, eh, well, I, I guess if there's yeah. if, like everything else was closed, sure, and there was an apocalypse, yeah. And they somehow managed yeah. to
4: stay open. And if if Jim Baker put it in a bucket, then <laughs> I would, yes, I would. I would
3: perhaps. Yeah. But, you know, here's the problem, Cecil, is that we took our pizza advice from a vegan. I know. It's we like took a pizza, it's We like, took pizza advice from a man who actually says, without a trace of irony, that he cooked something using ricotta cashew flour. It's like taking your sex advice from a priest. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the same thing. But it, at least it, the it, priest it, will fuck a little boy, yeah. right? Like... <laughs>
4: He's still getting his. The dick priest wet. is like the priest is like, hey, so uh, yeah, you just gotta put it in their front butt once, uh, <laughs> oh, just get them a little warm. You gotta stick a water bottle up there, oh, God, and then shake them. If you shake them like a baby, oh, before you fuck them, shut up, yeah, <laughs> don't do that, don't say those things. So that's see, so that's that's how that's how Eli knows food. In it other was, words, he doesn't know food. He doesn't know food at all because all he's eating is green things. Yeah. That's, that's what your food is going yeah. to eat. When we, went to the, when we went to the French restaurant, the only thing he ate was the carrots. That's not
3: that. I think he ate the snails. Didn't he eat the snails? He might have. Yeah, because he's a fucking liar vegan. That's why. <laughs> he's a liar vegan. He's a liar vegan. That's why he Also,
4: that. I just want to mention this. Eli's the worst driver I've ever been in with in my entire life. I've driven with Asians before. <laughs> <laughs> But but we want to thank everybody. Uh, we want to thank Eli and Thomas. Uh, they were amazing to hang out with. We really did have a great time. So uh, so Eli Eli was super generous with his time. Two so days generous, man. showed us all around yeah. the city, and we can't you know we certainly can't say say enough about him. He was amazing to hang out with. And same thing with Thomas. We had a great time. Even though Thomas is, was abbreviated because Thomas was leaving, we had a really great time hanging out with Thomas too.
5: The point is, is that we've got to rewrite the federal government. Now, this is not going to happen overnight. It took 130 years to bring us to where we are today. It could probably take 50 years to turn it around. If we, but if we stand on the Constitution, then everything else comes together.
3: So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, big shocker, right? Pat Boone. Hey, remember Pat Boone's still a thing. Uh, the government should outlaw blasphemy and punish Saturday Night Live. <laughs> You guys with your jokes!
4: Alright, so hurt it's like, my feelings. So Pat Boone, singer, here we go.
6: <laughs> an April
4: day will oh, it's my jam. Oh my god. This is the song, the this is the song that was playing when Grandpa put his fingers in Nana. <laughs> That's before her pussy looked like a weak old ham sandwich, oh, so. though. <laughs> Smell like a week old Oh sandwich my god, too. I want it's to like die. One of those, It's like one of those Brillo pads that you wash so much Why that it's sort of.
3: <laughs> things? I don't want to live here anymore.
4: It's like falling apart. It's like partially brown from the That's rust. What's your grandma
7: but doing? It. No! <laughs> god.
4: The best part about it is all my grandmas were dead, so oh. I can talk about them like this. Oh it's no. amazing.
7: Oh grandma, all
4: right, so, I'm so sorry. All right, oh, so no. Here's Pat Boone. She was a sweet lady. <laughs> <laughs> she was just, She was until your grandpa She used to be a whore. She was God. until your grandpa pounded that pussy flat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like, made a filth right? <laughs> computer
4: <laughs> no. Oh, it all smells yes. like capers. <laughs> it's like it's like when they take the Chicago because oh the fucking ground is so weak. <laughs> they have to drive those pylons into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do they call it? <laughs> <laughs> that's your grandma, dude.
3: That's your grandma. That's your grandma.
8: I don't know. what it's. She made me cookies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, oh, God. <laughs> there's nothing uh, like Grandma Pussy. You know oh, what I mean? Jesus. Like, There's nothing like nothing like talking about Grandma's pussy. Oh,
3: though. my God. I don't... Oh, I,
4: God. That's funny. she had one leg. <laughs> 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 oh, man. God, she only has to get one binder. her head. I'll out tell you what. The... <laughs> 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 grandma. Oh, God. All right. So here's Pat Boone.
6: There is a vitriol, there is a, uh, I would say, almost a hatred of people who dare to take the old-fashioned truisms, the old uh, traditional stands about moral right and wrong. They want to absolutely, they just, they do not want any kind of restriction on what they might do that... that and,
5: w- would you legislate restriction? about Would you make sure no. that they were not able well, to do it okay.
6: legally? There have been restrictions, of course, as you know. I mean, the movie, move, the move, there used to be a censor board in the movies that declared what should be appropriate for family audiences, not. Then they went to a rating system. That's not legislation, though. That's yeah. not legislation. No, that's
4: that's 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 an industry regulating itself, right? right. Just like just like. Uh, Meat packing plants, or whatever, they put the USDA thing on there.
5: Which is, in a way, a regulation. Right. Well, what would you do for TV? Should there be a system, or should there be legislation that says you can't do that on television?
4: You can't do that on television. Wasn't that a Nickelodeon show?
5: <laughs> we already, ago? there's so many things you already
3: can't Where you do. you say, say I, I don't
4: know, and they pour like green glarp on your over head, you, right? Yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. There's a million things you can't do on television already. There's already, you know, the thing is, is like, like, why do we want to make this stricter again? I understand, you know. There's some people out there who don't want their kids uh, watching blasphemy. Let's say, sure, but that's called parenting, right? right? There's right. plenty of shit that I don't want my kids to what? see on TV. And now, you what? know
3: what I do is I just am like, hey guys, you know you're fucking five. Let's not watch Law and Order SVU, right? Like sure. you're, you're not, you're like, oh, this story is about fucking child rape. Mm, you yeah. know, what? we'll watch that when you're in bed. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. But you know, like, like that's it. That's called parenting. You just yeah. parent
4: your way through that shit you know, just like, "Well, the government says my kids should be able to watch anything on TV." Really? It's just like you said. I mean, you know, look, if you don't want your kids watching it, then parent better. If you don't want if you don't want other people watching it, fuck you. If I'm an adult, I fuck know, you, right? dude. I can watch whatever I want. If they're going si- to if they if I want to watch a fucking simulated snuff film, I'm an adult. It's on you, right? I'm an yeah. adult, right? right? You know like should someone not be able to make some awful horrible movie? Like Where are we going to draw the line? Where you know, do I think that that should be shown on the airwaves? No, of course not. But you know, at a certain point, you know, you're an adult. You get to decide what you want to watch. You know, we've talked about this before, but like that—that is part of the job of parenting, right?
3: The, The job, one of the jobs of parenting, is deciding where you draw your lines with things like sex and with things like violence and how you introduce those concepts to your kids and when you introduce those concepts to your kids and what way. You know, like, if if the way that you're teaching your kids about sex and violence is through television, you're fucking right. parenting terribly. Right, right. Like, those are, those are conversations. They're more than one conversation. And they have to be had over the course of a lot of, you know, a lot of time. And you introduce things somewhat gradually and what have you. If you're just like, well, I don't know, maybe you should do, like, fucking four. Let's watch RoboCop together. Like, well, then <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. fucking, you know, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Like, you're just... And the same thing, if you parent your way through your life with a goddamn television, like if TV Guide is your fucking Bible for parenting, you're fucking a monster. Like You're just going to do an awful job of it. Saturday Night Live is not the worst thing your kid's going to be exposed to. It's 2016. They're going to have a phone. They're going to have a tablet. They're going to have the internet. If Saturday at Live is your big concern? Sure. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, keep them off Live Leak, right?
6: <laughs> I, well, I think so. I think, I think the majority of the American people, and they ought to be the arbiters, not a few people in robes or somewhere it ought to be the american people who determine what they want coming into are their- we are gonna
4: fucking have like a poll like a vote on it like all of us are gonna get together during election day and say to each other okay folks here's what we want to decide is going to be on television how long's the ballot i was gonna
3: say like okay next next up for uh consideration www dot i mean are you
4: fucking kidding yeah. me like it's an exhausting. This is why we don't do these. That's things. why we have representatives to do it for certain portions of our like. For like he's saying, for like he's gonna say the FCC in a few minutes, sure. right? That's why we have the FCC, and they've already made decisions yeah. about what's allowable and what's not yeah.
3: allowable. And there's already been decisions made about what's like prime time, sure. what's past prime yeah. time, you know, like what's on cable, what's on regular television. These decisions have already been made. And again, it comes down to just fucking parent better, do a better job parenting. If you don't want your kids to see it, it's not like. It's like your kids get to see everything that's available. And
4: it's not necessarily parenting, either. It's it's just do a better job of deciding what media you want to consume, period. Sure. If you don't like any of this, you can keep it out of your fucking yeah, house. Don't watch it, Pat Boone. If you really are that Look, here's the obsessed. thing, Pat Boone. It's not Matlock, so turn it off. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, the free market exists, right? So if a show right. doesn't do well, it right. doesn't succeed. But would you go further than that and say... We will not permit this on television by legislating. Yeah,
6: there is a, you know, there's an FCC, you're aware of that, aren't you? Yeah, sure. The FCC does make regulations, it's just a question of what will they declare off-limits.
4: Yeah, well, fucking not off-limits is saying God's a tit man. Yeah, right. That's not off-limits. Because
3: we've decided as as a nation a long time ago that religious satire is a thing that we're willing to... And not, not even willing to. But that, like, we really we look at this as like a as a positive. It's a net positive. Yeah. But
5: now, so let me let me rephrase the question, or maybe be more pointed. in My question: Would you like the FCC to declare that a show like Saturday Night Live or any other show can't do that kind of humor? you, you cannot do blasphemy. Yes. No
4: fucking well, yes, fuck you can. Off. Fucking go to fucking then then get the fuck out of the country and go to Iran. Because they can't do ba- blasphemy over there, dude. Can't go do to, blasphemy. Go go to some fucking go to some shithole in Africa where they kill gay people. Go there because they can't do blasphemy there. You're gonna have morality police
3: now. Like, is that the next? Because st- that is the, that is the next step, right? Fucking the next step is, and it's not. This is not some weird dystopian thing that I'm suggesting. These are actual. Yeah. there are actual morality police in parts of the world today. In a number of countries that have blasphemy laws. It's fucking an awful place to live. It's an awful, mean-spirited, shitty place to live. Because how do you prove blasphemy? Yeah, you know, even if even if we all collectively decided that blasphemy was a thing, I could run up to your house and be like, "Hey, man, uh, you owe me fifty bucks." And you'd be like, "Fuck off!" Be like blasphemy.
5: How do
4: really, that I t- prove Remember that time right? you
5: blasphemed? Right. You would like the FCC to make that declaration and yeah. for, and, 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 by, and 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 be punished or fined in some way if they did I that sure kind do. of humor.
6: I do because I and I think. I would say at least 90% of the American public would say, yes, I agree.
4: Bullshit. Fuck off. 90% of the people at the fucking old folks home you belong to might agree. <laughs> Those are the same people fucking picking lime jello off the cafeteria <laughs> plate. <laughs> fuck you, dude. The fuck? You know what I mean? Like 90%. Here's a guy who has the, first off, he doesn't have his finger on the pulse of America because he doesn't have a pulse. <laughs>
3: It's fucking Pat Boone. <laughs> I don't even understand who's interviewing Pat Boone at this point. Like, where did you dig him up from? <laughs> He's a fucking a, crib keeper. Right? There's a moment where you're like, Jesus. oh, fucking we've run out of everybody it's- else. <laughs> Do we have any fucking ye oldie crooners <laughs> left? Is there somebody like, (laughs) is Tom Jones so covered in fucking old people underpants (laughs) that he can't get out from underneath it to be on our fucking shitty, irrelevant program for assholes? Are you kidding me? It's Pat Boone. Oh, I think 90% of the people in my retirement community all agree. Like, you guys are all fucking having fucking arguments about fix-a-dent. Who gives a shit?
9: (laughs)
5: Oh, God. That's amazing.
3: Jerk off to that in a (laughs) drive-thru. I don't know what that even means.
6: And and if the public doesn't have anything to say about it, it's the public airwaves.
5: So, what what should be the punishment then if the FCC says we're not going to allow this? What would be your proper punishment
6: for doing it? License. If you, it's like any other law, if you disobey the law, you're punished for it, and you lose the ability to keep doing it.
5: Well, the show doesn't I mean, get a license, but broadcast stations do. So it would be the stations that would yeah, suffer. Well,
6: the network or whoever is responsible for the shows, there should be regulations, yes, that that prohibit blasphemy. Now, of course, it's hard.
5: Yeah, how do you draw the line? How do de- you define it? Yeah.
6: It's hard to determine exactly what obscenity, what profanity, what... Um, what blasphemy is but to call g- god by some profane
4: name what god dude which, which god do we have to fucking stay away from all of them we can't we're a pluralistic society man we have fucking a, there's a million religions what do i have to stay away from every single one
3: and everything is blasphemous right that's the problem too like we've talked about this so many times before when you have countries that have blasphemy laws they, they immediately start extending, right? So it's not just like, well, I called God a doo-doo head and that's no good, right? But then all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, now I had a woman driver and women can't drive because fucking the Quran says so. And so that's blasphemy. Because we're showing something that's outside the scope of Sharia, right? right. So so the, the problem is that that shit leaks. It leaks fucking yeah. everywhere. That's it's why they wear the Depends, Tom. <laughs> that's why Pat Boone wears Depends. That is one of many reasons
5: why he wears <laughs> Depends.
6: Should be agree, I think anybody with a, a rational mind would agree that? So if you're
5: saying God is a boob man, there should be a punishment, some kind of punishment for it, that. You
6: just said or yeah, God it. is gay. I certainly do.
5: Those are in Opposition. Yeah,
3: He's not a gay boob man. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's a moob man. <laughs> uh,
6: my number is. <laughs> now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading
3: across the entire Fruited Plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So, see, so this story comes from Right Wing Watch. This is Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz won't stop lying about LGBT people. I have to think, and we've got a clip that we'll play in a second, but I have to think that he won't stop lying about LGBT people because it involves human sexuality, a subject with he, which he is so unfamiliar.
4: Guys, don't leave me out of the loop on this one. I think a boob feels like a bag of sand.
9: Yes, this is Peter LaBarber with Americans for Truth. Senator Cruz, I'm a big fan. I'd like to ask you uh, questions about the gay agenda. What will you do to reverse and neutralize the Obergefell decision in the Supreme Court, number one? Number two, I assume I know the answer to this question, but what will you do to end Obama's policy of actually flying the rainbow flag at U.S. embassies worldwide? Does he do that? Well, what do you
3: think he would fucking do? I mean, but does he do that? Is that a thing he does? I don't know, but even if he did, it's like, what will you do to end this policy?
4: I would end the policy! Here's what I'll do. I'll take over as president. And then I just won't do it.
3: I'll fly it. No flag. I'll fly a different flag. I'll fly the sure. fucking the pubic bump yeah, flag. Fl- That's I'll what fly- I'll
4: fly. I'll, f- I'll, 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 I'll fly the Ted Cruz getting it in the mouth and getting pegged flag. I'll just fly a fucking one vaguely flesh colored flag
3: <laughs> that just says Ugh, <laughs> <on
4: it. laughs> this is from my country. Ugh. It's
3: always the color of the sky yeah. on, a, on a fucking cloudy day. That's the color <laughs> of your flag. It doesn't even have a name. It's just like it's a, it's a flag. It's the color of disappointment.
4: Yeah, the national an- the national anthem just goes. Uh. <laughs> 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 Ted Cruz compromise
3: first, <laughs> compromise second, <laughs> like. Uh. <laughs> It's a consolation.
9: Prize. Number three, how can you inject your opposition, which I assume, to the Equality Act, which I'm calling the Homosexual Superiority Act? <laughs> oh, thanks. there you go. That's hey, thanks for renaming clarified. it, buddy.
4: Hey, Back. thanks. Awesome. Thanks for that. The Homosexual Superiority Act. Awesome. Is that when homosexuals, like, boat on Lake Superior? Is that...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Like, you're just going to rename it something it's not? You may as well call it, like... Well, I'm I'm calling it the Doberman Pinchers with (laughs) Hats Act.
9: like, okay... ...in Congress, which would basically add federal law... This force of these laws, which are um, negating religious freedom across the country. What does that
3: mean? You're adding federal law to congressional laws? Yeah, you're adding. What else would you add to a law passed by the federal Congress? What else would you add to it? I'm adding chicken to my chicken. <laughs> well, then you just have more chicken. I don't know. It was already chicken. <laughs> I hate you, and I said chicken because I have so much chicken yeah, in my I know. teeth right now. I know I can't get it out. <laughs> got so much.
10: Well, Peter, thank you for your words of encouragement, and thank you for that question. Uh, now, there three if you questions. look at the decision from the Supreme Court, the gay marriage decision <laughs> it is one of the greatest threats to our democracy we have seen in modern times.
3: Why am I not allowed to vote because gays can get married? I go to vote. It's a threat to my democracy. Yeah, it's a threat to I go democracy. Like, yeah. yeah, I have some thoughts and opinions with regard to who should be in the next leaders. But those gay dudes are getting married. Fuck, I guess theocracy it is. I don't
4: yeah. know what to do. It's because every time there's a hanging Chad from now on. <laughs> That's why.
10: Uh, it is a decision uh, reminiscent of Roe versus Wade of a handful of unelected judges arrogantly and lawlessly decreeing the authority to fundamentally change our country and to tear down the foundations of the country.
4: What? Well, I, You know, one of the things that, that I want to talk about here, this is Ted Cruz. Talking about how he hates gay people, right? How gay people shouldn't be able sure. to, He's not saying I hate gay people, but what he is saying is gay people shouldn't be married, and that tears down the foundation of the country when they do get married. It's an abomination before the Lord, and the Lord made this country, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I mean I'm fucking I'm paraphrasing, sure, but yeah. it's 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 a similar argument, <sighs> right? Like I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to be as serious as I can to his argument here. And what it what he's I'm saying I'm gonna give you a look I know. like this while you do but that. But what I'm saying is is what he's saying is is that is that. Gay people being married is is uh it, it can undermine the family and the family is the foundation of this nation. That's what I think he's saying, okay. right. Okay. Stupid as it is, it is because real it doesn't stupid. fucking it's do fucking anything. fucking real stupid. It doesn't do anything because it doesn't have anything to do with you, right? So that's the number one. Fucking, we don't have to get into this, but it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's like fucking, it's like saying, like, the kid next door masturbating is the reason my marriage is falling apart. <laughs> right. And it's like, <laughs> fucking, okay, no, that's, that's not, not the it, reason right? why, but thanks for playing. Uh, but the thing I want to talk about, though, is last time we recorded, we had Glenn Beck talking about how Ted Cruz was absolutely appalled that he opened or this other guy yeah. opened for him. Yeah. Kevin Swanson. Called yeah. him reprehensible according to right. according to Glenn Beck, called Kevin Swanson or Ted Swanson or whatever the fuck his name is. Swanson is Swanson. Reprehensible right. for his stance. And his stance, if I recall, was if I go to church, I'm going to be in sackcloth and ashes and poop. <laughs> that was his stance. For for gay, if I'm in a gay marriage, I'm gonna cover myself in poopy. Uh gays in the Bible should be put to death. Should we put to them to death? He even said this. We listened to the quote. Yep. No, yep. he said. So somewhere in there, according to Glenn Beck, Ted Cruz thinks that's reprehensible. Yeah, but where? Where's that line? But for? What's the line? Right. What's the reprehensible yeah. line? Because to me, saying that gay people marrying is undermining the marriage of all the straight people is reprehensible. You're making someone else's marriage about you and then denying them rights. That's reprehensible. So what part—I don't know where you're at on this fucking—on this timeline or this fucking grid that we're looking at in the fucking spectrum of should gay people get married. Well, I thank you for letting me be a guest on
3: your <laughs> show so I could answer your questions, Cecil. It's a good question. So on the continuum of uh, the gays and the marriage, where I fall is wherever you want. It's just what's convenient, because I don't like confrontation. Oh, it just... What, uh, you don't at me! Don't at me! It, they it.
4: used to pull my underwear up on my head <laughs> in high school. He's
3: just, I mean, he is, though. Like, he's yeah. just, it, there is no stance, right?
4: right? This guy
3: couldn't fucking plant his two feet in a place and take a stand like a fucking man if you fucking nailed his feet to the ground. You could give him the fucking Michael Jackson shoes <laughs> that let him do that special lean-forward <laughs> <The> truck, <laughs> right? The fucking He'd smooth, smooth that criminal. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> i love fucking... to see
4: Ted Cruz do this smooth <laughs> criminal. It'd be, amazing. be amazing.
3: He has no stance because he has no fucking spine. Right.
4: right.
10: And I agree very much with Justice Scalia, who in dissent said the decision was a fundamental threat to our democracy. Oh. It was five unelected lawyers declaring themselves the rulers of 320 million Americans. Oh, for God's sake. He God was six.
4: one of them. You know, and the other thing, too, is like, it's five unelected. Well, they fucking elected the people who picked them.
10: Are
3: they suggesting that we just do away with the whole Supreme Court? Because that's that's the only option here, right? It's either you have elected officials,
4: yeah, in or the are Supreme they're chosen Court, at
3: random, which is a terrible idea, yeah. right? Terrible idea, or you have no Supreme Court, yeah. That's it. Like, our choices are, th- there's three choices. No Supreme Court, elected judges, or unelected judges.
4: Oh, no, there's a third one, chosen at random from the American population. Oh, my so God. So just everybody everybody that's 18 or over puts their name in a hat, and then we just pick somebody for like that. And then they stay on there until they die. Oh my god. That so would like be a nightmare. So like at so 18, a jury. So at eighteen, honey boo-boo could be a fucking Whoa Supreme my, Court justice. A jury.
3: Basically, the fucking slack jawed yokel assholes yeah. who couldn't get out of jury
4: duty. Yeah. Those guys. Uh, you basically get appointed that for life. You're like, sorry, I'm not coming to the car wash today. I got the oh Supreme my Court god. justice. Okay. Uh, you
3: know what? The, the reason I didn't think of that because it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> That's some fucking hellish dystopian it world.
10: Is. Good lord! Uh, I would also note that the response uh, to that decision is one of the key distinctions in this election. Uh, Democrats celebrated that lawless decision, but sadly, an awful lot of Republicans did as well.
4: Well, okay, then that's most people. I know exactly. Fucking that's fucking a majority of people. That asshole. If you're saying. Democrats, all the Democrats, and most of the Republicans, (laughs) that it was a good decision. That it was a good decision. Because it represents
3: the population. We should put it to a vote. You already said (laughs) a moment ago. (laughs) It's about 50-50, Democrats and Republicans. Let's just say it is. Let's just say it's
4: for the sake of argument. So hold on. Let me do some quick math. 50 plus any other number is more than half. Well, no, you can even just – and look at what he said. He said – a, a, a good deal of republicans what yeah. is that is that more than half republicans so what is it 76% of the people are like that's fine
3: yeah and now i'm supposed to be like oh what about the wait a minute fringe minority group of fucking crackpot assholes yeah, what
4: about the 24%
3: of bigots in this <laughs> country <laughs> wait a minute the kkk is underrepresented <laughs> okay
10: uh, an awful lot of republicans including several republicans who are running for president on the republican side
3: Only Republicans run for president on the Republican side. (laughs) That's how this works. You fucking asshole. You're an asshole. (laughs) You are an asshole. Your mother is ashamed to have birthed you. You (laughs) fucking disease filled monster baby faced putty man. Uh, I fucking hate you. (laughs) I'd rather have Trump than this guy. Okay. I would rather a fucking Trump than this guy. At least I think Trump is lying to us. This fucking guy, I think, believes this fucking Fuck meaningless garbage. Fuck you if garbage. you vote
4: for Trump.
10: <laughs> Said in response to that decision... It is the settled law of the land. We accept it. We surrender. We move on. We will not stand and fight. That's
4: pretty much your entire stance of your entire life.
10: I can't. go ahead. I'll just accept it. Whatever you do is I, fine. I
4: surrender. Just uh, go ahead. Do with me what you will. I'm okay. You just want? Do you want the whole country? Mm-hmm. You can just have it's it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate this guy
3: so much.
10: To defend marriage. Those are word for word the talking points of Barack Obama
3: they are not word for word the talking points of anybody you motherfucker when you say to the word for word talking points he has to have used those words he would not say like some fucking spineless jellyfish (laughs) half mad baby diaper wearing bullshit artist like you he's happy it's not like I surrender it's a fucking victory for him (laughs) Nobody wins a victory.
4: Awesome. And it's like I surrender. Yeah, exactly, right? Like fucking like Hitler rolls the tanks into fucking into France right through the fucking arch. He's like, oh, I'm guess
10: I'll just go home. Uh, that is fundamentally wrong. I disagree passionately. You You've ne- never done anything passionately. Fucking
4: passionately. His, His just wife like, is just like... Passionate? Passionate? What no, does that mean? Eh. Can you define the word for me? I just want to n- make sure I understand it. He just sort of lays there. Oh no, that's not Teddy.
3: <laughs> 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 that's not my little teddy bear. He's
4: <laughs> as soft as one. Who needs a in? <laughs>
10: oh, my response to these de- this decision was that it was illegitimate. It was lawless.
3: It was not the decision I wanted them to make. And I'm going to stamp the,
4: my foot right. and be a fucking giant man baby about it.
3: Yeah, he's throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. The only
4: thing to do to him is to walk over him and pretend he's yeah, not Yeah, exactly. There. Dump a little water on him. <laughs> I'd be afraid to do that, though, because I'm afraid he'd multiply like a gremlin. I would just worry his fucking enormous diaper would fill. <laughs> Suck that shit up. It's like when they they pour that blue liquid in it for the fucking to show you how much you can neglect your child.
3: (laughs) How many hours can you ignore your baby? Oh, I missed so many hours. That's amazing. I can leave him in their cubby for hours. (laughs) If I punch a hole in the top of this cooler, I can keep him in here all weekend. That's amazing. And ship the fucker to
0: Europe. Want to contact the guys? Or click the link on the podcast homepage, and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock.
3: Jesus, this fucking story, it's not a talkie, but it's from the mirror. Jesus. Um, it's just a goddamn nightmare. Damn. Family doctor repeatedly, repeatedly bungled baby's religious circumcision, then tried to bribe the family into not taking action. Um, this fucking monster man, Dr. Mohammed Chowdhury, um, he fucking had a two month old kid, circumcised the kid, fucked it up somehow. They don't describe how. Oh. I'm so happy that they don't describe how. I'm so happy. And then the family's like, I don't think it's supposed to look like that. And he's like, hold on a minute. Maybe another surgery will fix it. It's like it's like there's some point where you go get a bad haircut right. and you walk out bald, right? Because yeah. they don't know what they're doing. Like, a little more off the left. oh, A little more <laughs> off the right. Oh, a little more. And, uh, you, like, walk out. And you're like, I'm bald. I'm fucking bald. Except
4: the hair grows back.
3: <laughs> right? Four <laughs> surgeries before they finally took this kid. To a doctor oh, that's Jesus doctoring. Christ. And the doctor's like, mm, that's gonna take years. Years till the yeah. kid was three. Yeah. The kid first
4: got bungled when it was two months old. Jesus it took two Christ. years and, you know, what, 10 that's, months? That's because he tried to circumcise him by getting caught in a zipper. He <laughs> did it over and over again. Let me get out my weed whacker for this. <laughs> exactly. Jesus. We got the sausage grinder oh, over God. here.
3: They use an Iranian finger chopper off oh, the machine. yeah,
4: yeah. You just put it right in there. It's like a cigar ka-tong, nipper ka-tong, ka-tong, or whatever. Right? And his wife was in the
3: ER, and they could never explain why his wife was there. Just like... What's, she, what? She likes to watch. Sometimes you're just like, oh, let me come to work with you. Really? Uh, I'm circumcising a baby. It's super weird. It's
4: bringing her wife to work day <laughs> every day. Yeah. So I. so The thing is, is like, like, I think the most egregious thing is that the multiple times. It's like... It, 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 what you have is you have a guy who's so fucking crazy that he keeps doing it over and he keeps fucking it up. And then he tried to bribe them by saying, hey, I'll pay for their private school. It's like, you're going to pay for their private shower for the rest <laughs> right. of their life? Because he's going to come out as the penisless man in the fucking circus carnival. It,
3: it's, it's a horror what was done to this little kid. Like, yeah. this kid is going to grow into a man and hopefully he's got a functioning genitalia. Because if he's not, like, a huge part of his personhood is going to be denied or lessened to yeah. this human being because his fucking religious parents took him to some fucking religious doctor, and the doctor would then try to invoke Islam. He's like, whoa, because they're, they're, they're suing him. And he's yeah. like, "He's like, that's not how we do. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, that's not how we do. Yeah. And, and fucking at some point, it's like, well, fucking cutting off my son's penis is not how we do. Yeah. Like monsters. Monsters, yeah. right? Abortions
6: for all. <laughs> Very well. No abortions for anyone. No! Hmm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. Yeah!
3: This story comes from Talking Points Memo. Oklahoma GOPer suggests God will Gooper. pay. Gooper. Gooper suggests that God will pay for the costly legal battle over abortion ban. So there, there's this fucking crazily controversial going to get struck down. Uh, bill in Oklahoma, basically being like, no more abortions, and it certainly is going to lose. Um, And he basically said, everybody talks about our $1.3 billion deficit. He says, if we take care of the morality, God will take care of the economy.
4: How's that going in Central African Republic? Right? Which is the third worst GDP in the world, and it's 80% Christian.
1: Hmm.
4: So how's that going over there? Just curious. Correlation. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Probably not good. Thing is, is like you could look at a lot of religious nations all over the world. That you don't you even know. have to leave this country. Yeah. Look at the
3: most religious states in this country. Yeah. They are the poorest. Sure. And then if you do the same, just county by county. Yeah. County by county, if you just search, if you if you do a search for the most religious counties in America, there is an incredibly high correlation between the poor between poverty and uh, religiosity. Sure. There, I mean, it's a fucking equals sign.
4: Yeah. Right. Well, and 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 what's the morality here? The morality is that we're gonna make sure women don't get a choice. Yeah. Make sure that women
3: don't have access to medical care with regard to abortion. Right. So he says he's suggesting that's a moral issue, and if we take care of that, then God's gonna swoop down and take care of the economy. That's not how you solve problems. Yeah. Right. Even if I solve one problem. It doesn't necessarily fix the other unrelated problem. Think about that in any other context, right? It's not like I come home from work and it's like, well, I worked all day and made money, so now my patio door is fixed.
4: <laughs> Wait, what? It is if you could pay somebody, I guess. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, which I'm going to do. But still. Yeah, exactly. it's like, it's like,
3: <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like these things don't relate. They don't interrelate yeah. at yeah. all. It's like, yeah. hey, did you feed the dog? No, I made dinner. What the fucking? What is that? What does it have
4: to do with the dog? Well, we might feed the dog your dinner. All right, you got me. It's a bad example. On, you keep on bringing up these terrible examples. Fuck, Tom. That's I'm your wretched fault. at this. That's your fault. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think too. You know, expecting God to pay for this sort of thing when God lives in a trailer park. <gasps> I mean, that really it is. It is a little rough. It's, it's rough. I mean, what's he rough. gonna? is he going to take it out of his SSI check? <laughs> oh, no. Is that where he's going to get oh, it? Oh, no. He's going to have to, like, cash out his food stamps? Well, I, I, I'll let you use my link card, I'll guys. I'll put it right on this card. It's got a PIN number on it. <laughs>
11: for me, specifically. You are watching the beginning and the birth of the New World Order. And you want to call me crazy? Go to hell. Call me crazy all you want.
3: This story comes from Right Wing Watch. Glenn Beck is going to write a contemporary history book about how America was lost by not electing Ted Cruz.
4: America was lost.
3: We're lost. We're lost to progressivism is what he's going to say. He's going to say that the America we know and love, snugly, soft, gentle America, gone, man. Gone. Replaced by some hard-bitten, Nasty dystopian reality where people get education and healthcare, walk around happier. Some kind of nightmare.
11: I'm gonna get with historians. I'm gonna find some some history professors mm-hmm. and from like like a fucking like a junior
4: college somewhere an adjunct history professor. From
3: I'm already face palming. Like he's just. I'm gonna go find me a history professor. Like really. There's not a history professor that I can fucking possibly imagine that I've ever had instruct me that would fucking talk to you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They wouldn't even
4: deign to talk to you.
3: I, some, somebody's got a PhD in history, and they're going to talk to Glenn Beck on purpose? I wouldn't tie this guy up, Fucking wouldn't let him come to my house for trick-or-treat, dressed as himself. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Are you kidding? You He shows up dressed as himself, you're like, hold on a second, and you're cutting eye holes out of a sheet to put, <laughs> on, put him. on him? <laughs>
11: Fuck you, you're fucking terrifying. You're to scare the kids, Chinny. We are going to, my next book, we're writing one on progressivism uh, that's coming out this fall. And it is it is going to explain progressivism. The book after that, it may take me two years to write, is going to be a history book. I'm, we're going to write a history book of the last probably 50 or 60 years and show, because I'm, I'm telling you, the history of the last 20 years It'll all be gone.
4: Where will it go? (laughs) It's all gonna. Are you gonna put it in your chin? Like, where's it gonna go? It's gonna stuff it in his cheeks for later. Someone's just gonna look up
3: and be like, hey man, remember shit prior to 1996? No, it's gone. It's
4: all gone. (laughs) What? Nirvana? I don't. Everybody's gonna be like, what are you talking about, Twin Towers? I don't They're still there. I don't. What are you. They're totally there. I don't know what you're talking about. This is a fucking stupid thing to say. He's going to write a
3: history book of the last 60 years because he's afraid the last 20 years goes away. Yeah. Just do the last 20 years. It's going to take you two years to write it. You could cut that ship by a third. Bang that fucker out in six months, you lazy cunt.
11: It's going to be written by the winners. And I got news for you, gang. That- did you just call us gang? I <laughs> did call Jeez, us gang. What are, you, what are you, like a fucking fourth grade teacher? <laughs>
4: like zoinks, man. Okay, gang. Everybody get
11: your Crayolas out. <laughs> this election is showing us if, if honestly, if Ted Cruz doesn't win, yeah. progressivism is oh. the way forward. Or Donald Trump.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
11: like the thing is, is
4: like, like, yeah, it could be the progressivism is the way forward because that's half the chance.
7: Yeah.
3: Well, but he's, it, what it, he's it, suggesting, though, is that, there, is that there's no turning back at that point. That what he's suggesting is something that I think I fundamentally agree with, is that there is a massive fracture in the Republican Party and that the conservative movement, to a large degree, has run its course, and it needs to be reorganized and refit in order for it to be, I mean, honestly, politically relevant again on the national scale. And I do think that that's the case.
4: So I think he's recognized. Glenn that. Beck is right. Tom said it. Tom
11: said, "Glenn Beck is right." Wait, no, no. we just said it. No, I, I don't mean anything I just said. Oh yeah, and the country will be lost as we know it. We'll still be the United States of America, just not the way you know it. You're going to have a different world, and everything that happened will be distorted. Capitalism will begin to look uh, that it never worked. Freedom never worked. Grotesque. Freedom never worked. Freedom
4: the Freedom. fuck are you talking what about? What does that even mean? Freedom never worked. Yeah, fucking, our fucking all hail the leader Obama. When he comes up, he's going to be in his giant robe with a hammer and sickle <laughs> on it. It's
3: fucking. I love it.
4: He's going to come out like fucking like a uh, Fucking Manny Pacquiao to a fight every time. <laughs> Be like dancing to like fucking like some Jay Z song <laughs> with a big fucking crown on his head. He looks like the fucking Burger King king. He comes on the big fucking thing dancing around. He's a robe with some he's fur got, along it. Exactly. It's got right? a fur robe and shit on a fucking scepter, scepter. And he works his fucking way down the red carpet, chills out for a second, kisses a white woman <laughs> while he's on his way down. <laughs> he just kisses her and whispers, You're pregnant. Now.
11: <laughs> Boom! <laughs> These guys, uh, yeah. this is like Glenn Beck's nightmare. Somebody has to document this and and really document it well and put it on the shelves of every of every home.
4: Yeah, it's fucking. It's basically Glenn Beck is fucking doing the Diary of Anne Frank or yeah, whatever. Right.
3: No, he's the Howard Zinn, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he's that's like, right. He's a yeah, no, he is. Howard Zinn. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna write it from the from the perspective of those who lost in history. Such as the bad idea purveying dipshits.
5: <laughs> you see, there are
3: demons in the earth. Read Matthew, Mark's Gospel chapter five. There are demons all over where and Jesus cast out demons when he walked the earth. This story's just fucking super strange, man. Um, this is some this is some like crucible shit. This is from BBC. Malaysia school shuts after mass hysteria outbreak. Did they open back up? And I I don't know. Did they give everybody a hysterectomy? Oh, nicely done. <laughs> That is the history of that word. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: hysteria. Yeah.
3: Um, so this is this is crazy. So there's a there's a uh, an apparition, my friend, and it's caught on camera. Did you see the picture? I did. It looks creepy. If somebody circled that picture, would you have? If somebody had not circled it, evidently with like fucking
4: MS Paint I know, or whatever, it's totally <laughs> with <was fucking> like... <laughs> it's like. Like no, we couldn't get Photoshop it's like one of those it's like one of those Crayola markers it's unbelievable yeah it's looking. fucking huge it's somebody with like clearly yeah. like epilepsy circle it too. seriously it looks like a black sliver of something I stared at this trying to figure out where was the app like I think it's the black is thing, it the against black the thing the wall. on the left it's think, not the white thing on the right oh maybe I don't know oh, I don't know I don't know either well geez now I'm, I'm arguing whether it's a blue or a gold dress I know right it's it's like- like, <laughs> where's the apparition I don't know there's no apparition here? Yeah, it says here it says one teacher told a local news channel uh that and this this uh, it says that she felt a heavy presence was hanging on her while another claimed that a black figure was attempting to enter her body. I think that's Obama from the last story actually. <laughs> <It's hot>. Yeah. <laughs> you
3: know, it cracks me up here cuz the, the school of the school authorities like they shut the fucking school down. They're like Oh my God, a fucking blurry image taken from like 900 miles away where you and I can't even tell which is yeah, supposed I know, to it's be like, the apparition. I know,
4: it's like a fucking, it's like the, do you remember the fucking, uh, the, the like, f- like four pixel cameras they used to have back in the day, like on your fucking cell phone when you'd take it and you'd be like, yeah. I think that was a black square, a brown square, and a red square next to each other. That's it. Because right. that's, that's the best re- resolution you the, could get. Yes. That's what this was taken on. It's like fucking potato camera. It's unbelievable. Like, this is 2016. You couldn't take a worse picture than this.
3: Like, you could take your camera, spike it on the ground, sandpaper the lens. Yeah. And take the picture while having a seizure. And yeah. you would get a slightly better yeah, shot. From there. space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, they, so they, okay, so they, so they have this fucking grainy picture of graininess. And somebody's like, yeah, some black dude is trying to get in my pants. And the response, <laughs> <laughs> and the response is to shut down the school. And then they call in Islamic traditional experts. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, no. Scholars. Sure. Scholars?
4: Yeah, scholars mm. in the grudge. Yeah.
3: And witch doctors. Yeah. And they show up and do extra, like, they had a fucking interdenominational, yeah, fucking the, shenanigans. Yeah, it's meeting. the witch
4: doctors that are experts in paranormal activity. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then the then the the, the priests that are experts in insidious. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is like the grudge though. It's it, like it, it's, it's like that a, bad. there's a like a fucking there's a ring in the corner or something Yeah, you know, it's like you watch out. somebody watch
3: a scary video exactly. and the fucking girl comes out of the well. It's, <laughs> wanda, 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 wanda. <laughs> it's like scary hair or something. Yeah, sure. It's just yeah. it's so fucking nuts. It says, our students were possessed and disturbed by these spirits. We are not sure why it happened. We don't know what it is, but it has affected us all. The place is a bit old, and these children can be disobedient and sometimes throw their rubbish around the school. Perhaps they hit some gins oh, and God. offended the spirits. They had a fucking food fight, and they hit a ghost? That's they a, hit a ghost?
4: That's an accurate throw, though. I would put that kid on the pitching team. Shit,
3: fucking, that's the, that's the suggestion. It's like, okay, so you, you're dead, you're fucking dead. You go to the afterlife. The afterlife's sure. like, no, fuck you. Go back. And you're standing there and somebody throws a fucking high-seed juice box at you. And you're just like, <laughs> ecto-cooler. Fuck you, bro. Who
8: you to call?
3: <laughs> Islamic scholars.
4: <laughs> just as effective. It is a great dishonor to my ancestors and my god. But okay. I don't have a lot to say about this. We will start it. Yeah, let's talk about this okay. for just
3: a second. There's not a lot to say. It's from... NDTV, a girl chops off her
4: tongue to offer it to Lord Shiva. In hold on, now I think the reason why you chop your tongue off is so you can pronounce this word. The, okay, Chet is girl. Hold, hold your tongue and say it. Okay, okay. Oh, that's a good idea.
3: I got a really grip this fucking thing. like hey. Okay, God tapped off the tongue, the offer the receiver is tactical. <laughs> How'd I do? I think you nailed it. I nail it. I think you nailed it. I nailed it. Yeah, that's how you do. You it. You know what's fucked up though, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't grab the first story. This is the second similar story. Whoa! That two girls in recent, relatively recently, chopped off their fucking tongues and offered them to some, you know, deity or what have you. Um, they fucking chopped off the tongue with a knife. Um, following which, she fell unconscious because that sounds like it hurts super bad, and yeah. I don't even know how you offer it to the thing because you're I'm gonna be first like,
4: first off, you, you. <laughs> unless you have a, a chopper offer machine, you've got to start cutting it off and finish cutting it off, right? I Maybe mean, take like a oh. pair of scissors or something. Like it's, oh, I was it super starts sharp at knife, first man. and then it goes. Well, you got to start it. And then you got to finish it. Ugh. That's a big It's not a fucking little thing, dude. It's not like. No, you're right. It's it, There's a lot going on in there.
3: I recently got a tattoo and the tattoo dude had a split tongue. Uh-huh. And he told me, and this is a guy who's covered in like fucking all the horrible shit, he's right? He's got a face tattoo. And he's got tattoos all over. Yeah, he's like, his best job is tattoo, right? Sure, Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And he's got the split tongue. Yeah. And I was asking him about it and he fucking passed out when they did it. And all he did was split that fucking thing, and they gave him the nummy nummy stuff. And he passed out? And he still passed out when he (sighs) heard the snip. Ah! Yeah, because it has that, like, I'm cutting through meat with scissors sound. It's the reason I wouldn't cut the umbilical cord in the second kid. They're like, do you want to do it? I'm like, fucking, I'm not for that. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope, I'll tell you what. I'll do all the other parenting.
4: I'll do it if they give me a cleaver. But,
3: like, that's not, like... I
4: would totally do it with
3: a cleaver. There's nothing romantic about cutting a fucking... flesh chunk with scissors <laughs> like that's like
4: snick yeah uh, I don't know that would have saved your marriage anyway
3: <laughs> yeah that's what did it
5: I hope you're as committed to safe sex as you are those abs I know you're all about that abstinence thing you know But I mean, come on p- p- be Palin are you serious like you're not gonna hook up with like before you married for real
10: for real for real for real For real, for real, for
3: real. So this is from Right Wing Watch. This is Linda Harvey. Um, Linda Harvey, the LGBT movement is helping turn kids into sexual
4: barbarians. Because we will not recognize the devastation that's happening to our children through promoting this unhealthy, abominational... Abominational?
3: Abominational is a good word. That's not a word, but it's a good one. Abominational. It's abominational. That's amazing. I like that we're not recognizing the devastation as if the devastation isn't happening. No. Yeah, it's right? almost it's almost like it, you can't even notice it. It's almost like just making problems up. Wow. And then blogging about them. abomination <laughs> style of, of of sexual contact. We are we are, def- we are destroying our children for goodness sake. I, th- my kids are not destroyed. My kids are friendly. <laughs> like that's the thing.
4: We're not sending them in on like a suicide mission to blow up the death star. Right, they're not African fucking child soldiers, yeah. right? Like <laughs> they're, just, they're just kids. They're just kids
3: who have to hear that gay people exist. Right. My kid, I was listening to This American Life the other day in the car with my kid, and like something came up and he asked a question. He asked what abortion was because they, they said abortion. I told him what abortion was. It said, We almost said that to you. And yeah. I was like, I was like, it was fucking it's plan B, plan C, plan, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the- you, you luckily came out unscathed from that <laughs> position. Yeah. So he asked that, and then, and then the, the, the later went on and said something about gay marriage. And I, I asked him, I was curious. I was like, do you know what gay marriage is? And he's like, isn't that where like a boy loves a boy and a girl loves a girl? And I'm like, that's pretty much it. And he's like, I don't really understand why that's a big deal. And I'm like, I hope you never do. Yeah. And that's it. Like right. That was the extent right. of the conversation right. I had to have with him because it's
4: not even It's not complicated. I, so my dad grew up in the segregation. I might have told this story before, but I'll tell it again. My dad grew up uh, during segregation. So my dad for his whole life was a racist. Not a, not a crazy racist to the point where it was like he was hard to be around, but he, he had racist tendencies. He would sure. say shit that would, that would be inappropriate. He would say shit that would be it – was, it was to the point where you're just like – I mean, clearly I love the guy, but that was one part of him that I absolutely loathed. But I remember being a kid and Sanford and Son coming on, this, on the TV, and they were going to – it was the next show. It's like coming up as Sanford and Son. My dad's like, get up and change it. I said, why? Why don't you want to watch this? And he said something about them being black people. He's like, I don't want to watch black people or something, you know. And he did, clearly didn't say black people, sure, folks. Right. But he's like, I don't want to watch that. And I said, Well, what's the difference, Dad? It's just, just that their skin color is different. And he said, and he's like, If that's what you think, then you're you got a lot to learn or something. He sure, said to me, right. and I was like, and I'm I'm fucking I'm at that point right now where I was probably close to his age when he said that to me, and I still haven't learned it. Like I'm still there, right. you know. I'm still waiting to learn, you know, this Whatever fucking that message is, right. that you have. Yeah. Because there's no message, right? There's nothing there. And the thing is, is like kids, kids that aren't brought up into this, kids like me, right? I wasn't brought up in segregation. I was brought up in a, in a, in a, in a world after segregation. So for me, I never saw the, I never saw the difference. I never saw those things that, that people use to divide people. I didn't see that. So for me, there wasn't a division. I just thought, well, whatever. They're just the people like fucking, it's just like all the rest of us are all people. It's all people. And the difference is 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 the same thing with your son, right? You know, we grew up in a time where gay people were kind of subversive, where you'd kind of whisper that, like, "Oh, did you know that Bill's gay?" Like, "Oh yeah, it's a big deal. Psst, it's a yeah. big deal, right?" Yeah. Being in the closet, big deal. There's a lot gay people now. I'm not saying that they fucking 100% fucking amazing to be gay, but at the same time, it's a lot easier to be gay nowadays, I think, than it was, you know, 40 20, years ago, 40, 30 yeah, years ago. Mm-hmm. And so your son is dealing with the same thing. He's seeing this and he's saying, "What's fuck, a what fucking big deal?" Right. He's going to have the same thing. Now I'm sure if he would have said that, and his fucking dad was, you know, a closet ho- or not a closet, a homophobe, it would be a big deal. Sure, because but that's a, that's a funny thing. Like it's it's
3: like it's a non. These these people talk about this, you know, as if you know, oh my god, we got to have these you know terrible, uncomfortable conversations with our kids. It was a te- it was seriously a 15 second conversation. Yeah, exactly, there yeah. was no conversation. Exactly. Like, because the only reason it's a conversation is when you have to trick your kids into thinking it's wrong. Yeah. Because you're not going to naturally be able to get there.
8: We are. We are. We are exposing them to all kinds of risk. Risk of what? I, I, guess, I
3: guess the suggestion is probably that uh, homosexual sex is more risky. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that that's what she's saying. Unprotected
4: sex in, its, in general is, is risky. risky. Right. Yeah.
3: Well, what's, what's risky is bad education, right? Sure. It's, it, that's the thing that's risky is not teaching your kids you know, when they need to know what they need to know. That's what's risky. Sure, that's the risk.
4: Here. Yeah, because if your kid, ignorance, ignorance is risk. Exactly, and exactly. Um,
8: you know, I I believe that uh, we are looking at a generation of kids that are coming up who will have will be suck, such sucked. Wait, what? Uh, or at least a fair number of them will be such sexual barbarians.
3: What does that mean? That sounds awesome. It does. Sexual barbarians sexual are going to fucking <laughs> roll in there in a loincloth with a sword. Like, what is a They're sexual barbarian? They're going to have like barbarian? a fur pelt over one shoulder. <laughs> what is a sexual yeah, barbarian? Sexual
4: barbarians. Is that like Captain Caveman? Good
3: for them. Like, yeah. fucking throw the fucking inhibitions to the side. Exactly. Rip that shit. Break
4: that shit. No, honey, we're not using <laughs> lube tonight. Yeah.
8: That uh, you know, and you, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons, you don't that humans are not to be sexualized early. Is because it it is, you become a person that uses and tosses people away That's for your right. own pleasure. Let's talk
3: about being sexualized early. Like it's <sighs> society is not what sexualizes us. Our bodies are what sexualizes yeah, right. Us, right because right. we are sexual sure. beings. I know we've yeah. talked about this, but it's like society cannot sexualize me unless I am a sexual creature. Sure. Right? It's not a thing. Like now, I do think that there's some push pull there. I think that being, you know, exposed to um, you know, graphic scenes of sex and sexuality, there is some research that shows that that's not really good for little kids. So like, sure, absolutely, like keep that shit out of their fucking hands and eyes, you know, when they're young. But the idea that that what sexualizes a person is not the, the fact of their personhood, their biology, you know, their maturation into the world, but that it is exclusively the realm of outside forces yeah. is just asinine.
8: And you, you don't develop True compassion and empathy, and um, and the idea of sacrifice, love being sacrificial love yes. that isn't part of an, the immature sexual impulse that must be satisfied right now. That's one of the reasons you don't sexualize kids early.
4: So what's just so what, no? Love. I think what they're saying is is like you can't understand the depths of what sexuality is at a young age. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine.
3: Fair enough. So. Be safe, yeah, right, and make some mistakes, but be safe when you make them, right?
4: Like, does anybody like like what? That's what the, is th- the I age? think that's a that's a really good point, right? We just expect kids to never, ever, ever make a mistake. Yeah, we we, we demand we their perfection. demand perfection out that's of what their sexuality, is, right? yeah, it's demanding is demand perfection. perfection. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Kids are going to make mistakes. You know, it's like not putting a helmet on your kid. Like, would you, would you tell your kid to drive a, a, a bicycle and not put a helmet on that kid? Right. Like, you wouldn't do that. You'd be like, no, fucking that nugget part of you is really important. Like, that's, that's what controls all the rest of these things. <laughs> right. You know? It's like, that's super important. Yep. So you cover the nugget part up because I want to make sure that when you, you know, if you crash, you just smack your head off the pavement and we buy you a new helmet. Yep. You expect that that kid's going to fall off his bike. You don't buy it expecting that the kid's never going to fall off his bike and never get injured. And that may be the case, right? The kid could never fall off his bike. And it might have been that that helmet is an absolute waste of money. But it turns out, just in case, it's nice to have. Same thing goes with safe sex. You know, you could tell your kid all you want. Don't have sex. You know, it's really something that really demands a lot of maturity. It demands a lot of maturity to cope with as an adult, you're going to need to think about these things and make these decisions for yourself. And when sex is probably not the thing you're going to want to be doing right now as a young person, so instead, stay away from it. But just in case, here's you know, if you're going to have sex, you want to make sure that you have sex with a condom on, or you know, make sure that the person is you know using some some sort of birth control, et cetera. Et cetera you know, all the things that you would right. need to explain to them. You're just you're just all you're doing is just giving them a helmet that they might not need. And where's the harm in it, right? Like, oh, I didn't fall off my bike today. Oh,
3: okay, great. Yeah, great. It's it's fine. It's it's like, and it's more than just you know, like the other thing about about sex education is it's not just about teaching them to put a fucking condom on or make yeah. sure their partner is wearing a condom or that there's birth uh, birth control options that are available, but it's also like frank conversations about how to pick a partner that's respecting you, and that's sure. safe, like a, yeah. Because if you don't have conversations that are frank and honest about sex and sexuality, you can't have frank and honest conversations about consent. Yeah. And if you don't have those conversations, then you have a person going through the world who is woefully unprepared or underprepared. And there will come a time when they are confronted by sex and sexuality, theirs or someone else's. Sure, sure. And they are going to need some tools to deal with it. And nobody's ever been like, well, I'm glad I was fucking ignorant when that came up. Yep. Nobody's ever been like, woo, you know what saved me from trouble?
8: Ignorance. And when you, regarding same sex, um, same-sex sexual relationships. When you take pregnancy out of the mix, the the opportunities are infinitely more, and the so then it seems as though the consequences are less. Well, of course, we have sexually transmitted diseases that mm-hmm. shows that isn't true. But the um, the opportunities become greater, and without the being inhibited by parenthood and all of that, and the person is just that much more selfish, um, that mm-hmm. much more immediate gratification oriented. And there's so many character issues that are related to that. Yeah, if you don't
3: teach them anything, right? That's the thing. Like, guess yeah, if yeah. I don't prepare them,
8: sure.
3: you know, if, if I give somebody no tools for how to deal with the emotional and, and psychological ramifications of, of an important part of their life, if I give them no tools because I refuse to educate them and refuse to talk to them about something, then might things turn out poorly? Yes, maybe they will turn out poorly. Maybe they won't, but if they don't, it's just because good luck,
4: right? Not because of good planning. Yeah, no, good exactly. Parenting. It's not good planning at all. I'm letting that happen, I mean, exactly. we need to put a put a put a halt. Exactly. You the fuck know, was one that? of the things when we come back in
8: the next segment, what I'd like to do is to talk about the 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 programs that are out there that we need to
4: start fighting to get them back into into circulation again. The programs what that. Are- the- what it's the life support system for this show god damn <laughs> turn it off pull the plug I'm not listening to that
10: anymore. Right there. That will help our our young people to to deal with if there is um, There has been some sort of a, a, a Life incident that has turned them towards
4: Homosexual behavior. We need to be able to support them to to turn back again and to be able to become fully functional human beings What the and fuck? fully, fully functional, functional human beings, human
3: beings? I just heard that, right? The fuck? Yeah, because gay people are less functional as human beings. Wow, what a shitty thing to say. That's a fucking monstrous, casual, throw-off comment. God damn. Oh, yeah, you're just part of a person. Anyway, news at five. Like, oh,
4: (laughs) okay. Why would that be the case? Yeah, and and they also said, like, turn them away to becoming gay. Like, oh, like, everybody starts out the exact same way. And they have some horrifying life experience that makes sure. you gay. That's, yeah. right. they, that's like, that they, whole like trauma makes yeah, you gay, right? Exactly, like you eat like a Charleston chew, and you're just like, <laughs> man, I love the
3: dick. I just can't get enough. You want answers? I think I'm entitled You it. want
7: answers! I want the truth!
3: You can't handle the truth! All right, so this one is uh, more Jim Baker. I feel like a week cannot go by without you guys knowing about the various bucket specials. <laughs>
4: I hear he's got a four for four like Wendy's. The best part is he's got a whole line of buckets behind him, man. Look at all those buckets. He's got a whole stack of buckets. So here's Jim Baker talking about his buckets. I have a burden and a calling to get America ready. A burden is a giant five-gallon bucket full of garbage. That's (laughs) your burden. Put it down. Jesus. You'll be fine. I know. You're fucking like a million years old. You can barely lift yourself. Just put it on a furniture dolly. (laughs) That's gonna it's gonna turn into furniture anyway
7: and the politicians are saying oh it's not about having security on our border it, it's about being friendly what the fuck is that piano music
3: behind you
7: What's where happening? are
3: you like a hotel lobby he's like in the Marianos <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs>
4: Shopping for ingredients. That's for his exactly fucking it. Food bucket. He's a fucking Mariano. So there's some asshole playing piano and you're trying to check out. Will you fucking knock the piano <laughs> off? I want $3 off.
7: I don't mind being friendly to the Mexicans who are picking the crops. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't mind being messy. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yo, I don't I mind. I don't mind being friendly to the to the Asian lady who washes my clothes. <laughs> I don't mind being like, friendly to the black person who cleans my streets. Jesus Christ, uh, did he just say that? Like, Jesus listen.
4: Christ. I want to listen to this again. So
7: racist, so racist. Yeah. I don't mind being friendly to the Mexicans who are picking the crops and 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 great bricklayers and great they're great people. But there's <laughs> Criminals
4: coming in. What? There's criminals coming. I love
3: in. that both of the professions that he names are fucking manual labor. They're both professions, manual right? Yeah. I he t- doesn't say like fucking.
4: I love all the Mexicans that
3: are doctors. Right. He didn't say yeah, that. All the yeah. Mexican doctors and lawyers and I don't know Supreme Court justice. Yeah, exactly. Like, right? right. Yeah. It said it's it's like oh the fucking manual laborers or, making fucking my life
4: cheaper. Those the, guys I like. Or the the Hispanic guy, part Hispanic guy who's running for president right now. Right. Exactly. You know. Exactly.
7: There's terrorists coming in.
4: Terrorists from where? Mexican terrorists? Yeah. remember the last Mexican terrorist? Jeez. Said nobody. He, he attacked on 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> There's drugs coming that's killing America's kids. What the what is with that fucking piano in the background?
3: <laughs> I don't know about the
4: drug thing. So okay, so first I don't know about the drug thing. Whatever. But fucking that piano doesn't even match what you're talking about. He's su-
3: but he's fucking so he's mad about it. He's super
4: mad, bro. He's so
3: he should have a flaming guitar behind I him. I just wish he'd turn and be like,
7: We knocked that piano <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm trying to get outraged. And there's no sense going on. Nobody's talking sense hardly at all. And anybody that does is called a fool. They're good as being spoken of as evil. I
3: don't. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, so basically, they're saying good shit, and people are calling. So it's basically like when 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 I racist my racist bigotry. Yeah, and people, people call are calling me, 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 on me out. It. Oh,
4: right? fucking, that's a shame, right. Jim. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man,
7: it's evil. <laughs>
4: To hear that! Oh, right wing I watch, want to hear that kill. Me. I want to hear that last exhale that right wing watch left in there on purpose. They're
7: good is being spoken of as evil.
3: <laughs> That's awesome! Holy shit! Oh, oh man, that is the best use of the right wing watch music oh, God. ever. Uh, that guy that is a
4: fucking racist kebab, dude. That, that guy dude is, is awesome. Like you, fucking. Racist. Of course, you expect that from a guy who looks like powder. You
3: know? <laughs> it's amazing. I'm so, I'm nice to the Mexican workers. I'm nice to the Mexicans who mow my lawn. Oh, Jesus, Christ. get to work. So racist. <laughs> it's so racist. I'm so racist. It's so funny. He's
4: such a terrible person. You fucking asshole. He's. The worst person. What ever. I love is, like, like on the show, once in a while, we'll say some shit and be like, "Fucking like, oh, that was horrible or whatever." This is a guy who's like, "I just said some horrible shit." By my buckets, right? He's not even yeah, self aware like, enough yeah, to no. know that he's like making a joke. Or Whoops! Like, yeah. Oh, I made a I made a terrible mistake. Oh my god, what a fucking racist asshole. <laughs> So we want to thank our most current patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons uh, because uh, you people are amazing and you make sure that Glory Hole Studios exists. However, we want to thank our newest patrons, Ilya, Jennifer, Leslie, Savid, Margaret, Matthew, Corrine, Adelaide, Jessica, Marcus, Matthew, Cody, Heather, Pascal's Razor, Zombie survival camp. <laughs> what? Smellosaurus. <laughs> Use. Holy shit, where are my pants? <laughs> Philip, John, Bumbleclot, I guess. What? I don't know. What Bumbleclot, John, running back, <laughs> and Darcy. Thank you also very much for your generous donations. We really, truly do appreciate it. <laughs> So Tom is laughing so at this so point. So Tom is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Tom I can't. can't Tom can't help it, because Ted Cruz looks a lot like this dog we're gonna put on this it's episode so show sick. notes. This is it's episode so two eighty one. So thanks John for sending it. That's so it's funny. Awesome. Oh, we get a couple messages about this, and uh, someone was asking if if uh, they could get a hold of the patron only p- content by donating a certain amount of money. They don't really want to go through all the procedures to become a patron. Uh, Is there any way that they could sort of pay for that stuff? The thing about Patreon, it's not that we're looking for uh, a certain number of, of money to get the stuff. What we're looking for out of Patreon is administrative Uh, We're paying them to uh, to, to do some administrative work for us. And the administrative work is make sure all the people who give us money get content. And so if we open this up to anybody who PayPals us, then we have to be the ones who keep track of it. And so while we're totally grateful for all the PayPal people who send us money and want to do it that way, we're absolutely 100% grateful to you. Um, we put all our stuff on Patreon because it's convenient for us and it doesn't cost have have us do a lot of extra work to do it.
3: And that work, I mean, Cecil already has so much to do for this show. Like all of it. I've asked him to do more. Like and pretty much all of it. Looks at me like I'm fucking eating a cupcake on a diet. Like he's just like, no, that's not going to happen.
4: So, but we do appreciate it. And, that, you know, like uh, you said, you wanted to donate a certain amount of money. You can donate uh, on Patreon, uh, you know, regardless of what the fees are, et cetera. If, if it just so happens, we're probably going gonna to be the ones who probably eat a lot of those fees. Yep. So it's not a big deal to us if you want to donate. Uh, and you and, and we wind up eating some fees because of uh, currency exchange rates, we're okay with it. We'd like you to have our content. So uh, And Patreon is a very easy way for you to do that. Tom, we got a message from Kelly in Wyoming. This evidently is the fifth person in Wyoming, because we talked to the other four today on Waiting for Wrath. Yeah. Uh, you know,
3: Kelly's uh, email is irrelevant because it came from Wyoming. I just want to point out that she says that she lives in Cheyenne. Yes. And I would argue that no state that has a city named after
4: a stripper uh, is possibly relevant. The so neat I, thing, I doubt
3: very much that this really came. I to
4: gotta me. say, one of the most beautiful things about Wyoming is when you're in Cheyenne and you look at the two mountains there, they have tassels on the top <laughs> of it, and it's really pretty in the sunset. I do love the Tetons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a message. Uh, this is, we got two different uh, bumpers from Matt. And they are both from The Family Guy, and I'm going to play one. One of them, of yeah. course, is the glory hole one, and we've played this one in the past. This it's is great. Peter yeah. talking about uh, what are they going to fill the hole that Glory is in, et cetera, right. during the uh, during when they're talking about uh, uh, the programming that's coming up later. And it's a very clever way to talk about glory holes on television. And funny. this is a tiny clip from The Family Guy about Jesus and speed
11: dating. <laughs> All right, Jesus, these speed date nights are the best way to meet a lot of chicks fast. Now go get them. So where do you live?
9: Everywhere. All places. Hopefully inside you.
11: <laughs>
8: this is kind of embarrassing, but are you okay with someone who smokes?
9: Oh, yeah. Are, are you okay with someone who wanders the desert lecturing people on how to act? So <laughs> are you having
0: a good Friday?
9: Oh, is that supposed to be funny? Shut your mouth, bitch. <laughs> How's the wine?
0: It's terrific.
9: That's my blood, you know. Where are you from? <laughs> Israel.
4: <laughs> I, I love play? how it ends. <laughs> That's the great. The buzzer in Israel is hilarious. That's terrific. Uh, so uh, if you're familiar with The Room, the what is arguably the worst movie ever made. Now, I've never seen all of The Room. I have, however, watched a few clips, and Tom and I watched a clip. I, Tom had never heard of it, so I showed him a clip of it earlier, and he, could, he was punching me in the arm. He was laughing <laughs> so hard. So he funny. couldn't stop laughing. So uh, The Room... Not Room, which was nominated for Academy Award. (laughs) The Room uh, is again probably one of the worst movies ever made. And someone, Pat, made a clip uh,
11: about this. This is uh, this is Glenn Beck and a Room mashup. But you know, you if you get in there, you can actually do something. And you've tried to stay loyal. Do you know what that life is like for two years of tearing yourself apart?
7: You are tearing me apart, Lisa.
4: I love it when he does that, too, that line, because he throws his fist down. and Oh, it's so funny. I have
3: seen very few things as funny as the clips from yeah, the we should, we, so should
4: we should get it one time and watch it. We should do that. Oh, we should. Oh. I don't know that I want to review it, because there's really no, we nothing should just to say. Watch we it. should just watch it together, though. Tom, we got a message. Uh, this is from Elise.
3: My 16-year-old son just ran through the house singing It's Raining Men in a Fat Albert voice. When I asked what he was doing, he said he was being Pastor Manning. I blame you, too. A concerned mom drinking a Starbucks latte. <laughs> oh, that's
4: awesome. We got a message from George, and George said, I wanted to let you know in, uh, that episode 289 inspired me to start a new beach volleyball fantasy league. The fantasy begins when the game
3: ends. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. It's so crude. I love it.
4: It's uh, awesome. I love he says the statistics will likely not involve either the beach or volleyball. <laughs> Uh, we got a great image. Uh, this is going to be on episode two ninety one. This is from Sarah, and Sarah says this is what it's like to be a Canadian watching the U.S. election. So go check this image out on our website. I it's think it's very great. Funny. It's, it's exactly very it. funny. Exactly it. I
3: never yeah. never liked these things. This was fun. Yeah.
4: This is another message about fantasy sports. Um, this is from Stephen, and Stephen said, judging from the fantasy sports discussion last episode, I think I can break Tom and make him quit. He said there's a computer game called League of Legends. The game is played by two teams and is considered an e-sport. Tom's eyes are oh now crossing. Oh, my God. There is a college and professional teams that play this game, and there is a fantasy League of Legends. Yes, a fantasy sports game for a computer oh. game.
3: <laughs> God, it's so boring. It's so boring to even read your email about how boring this
4: uh, is. Oh, I'm going to look into this. This sounds like fun. I'm oh. going to challenge no illusions to a fantasy e-sports game. Jesus Christ. No illusions. Are you up to it? <laughs> God, Do you the play League is, of Legends? The thing, no, I don't. I've never played it. Although I, it's probably very similar to several other games that I have played, but I have never played oh League my of God, Legends itself. It's a fucking fantasy sports, esports. Think about it. If I were to challenge No Illusions to this, he would fucking he would go out and figure it all out, and then like beat my ass at it. He, like he, he would be like the guy who's like he's like carrying the one and shit, there'd like be, fucking be, writing stuff he'd down. Rain-man that shit. Yeah, yeah. He's an excellent driver, unlike Eli. <laughs> <laughs> We got a message, Tom, and this, and I'm gonna read this message. It says, Would you consider reincarnation as a possibility given the size of the universe, uh, times infinity? Uh, might you have a chance to exist or as conscious energy again? Um, and then I ask a question Do you think <laughs> the palms of Jesus would be the most comforting of glory holes? <laughs> yeah, they'd be squishy, that'd be it'd perfect. Be, it'd yeah. be nice. I, I, I hope the nails weren't too big. Be like, it'd be like having a glory hole made out of cheesecake. <laughs> like, perfect. <laughs> um, now. Here's the thing about, and I'm not a fucking scientist, right? But the thing about <laughs> probability and statistics is, is just because it's probable or the statistically possible doesn't mean it will ever happen, right? So something, you know, as when you start talking about the the infinite timeline and you start talking about infinite, you know, universe, et cetera, that doesn't necessarily mean that in in the infinite timeline that we suspect might be the case that it, things can happen again just because it's probable.
3: Where I stop on the question of reincarnation is uh, th- this idea that there is a me, which is captured somehow in some energy, yeah, and that, and that it's whole, it's complete in some way. I'm not even convinced, to be perfectly blunt, I'm, I'm not convinced that there's a thing called me, um, which, which has any existence outside the body. Sure. Like the body and, and me are inextricably tied together. If the body is damaged, I firmly believe the me is damaged. Like I don't think that there's a self outside the flesh bucket that I occupy, right? So this idea that I, this somehow essential core being of I, lives like in a complete format as energy and that that energy can be then ported yeah. from one vessel to another vessel. I, I just don't see any reason to think that that's the case.
4: Right. I don't, I, don't, I don't see that as, I don't, I mean, I don't see the evidence, right? So like, yeah. that's the thing is like, I, uh, you show me the evidence for it. But the thing is, is like the only evidence you'll ever know is if you're dead. Yeah, well, so, so there's no way to relay that evidence to anybody else. And all evidence points to the
3: contrary, right? Like if, I get, if, if something hurts my brain, my brain is a meat, sure, right? Yeah. So part of the meat gets damaged, and, I, and my brain gets hurt, sure. and now all of a sudden my, my personality can change. My ability to form memories can change. My uh, being, whether I'm quick to anger can change. You know, Pieces about me that, that seem fundamental to my sense of self
4: are just part of the way the meat works. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm, uh, let me play the little devil's advocate. If you're in a car... And the driver, let's say you get smashed on the side the, the car doesn't operate the exact same way, but the driver is still intact. The one who's controlling it is still intact.
3: Yeah, but I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not convinced that there is something well, I know you're not convinced the, yeah.
4: that, but I'm saying that that, yeah. that 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 would be the argument from the other side. The sure. other side would say, well, there's a you know there's something that's controlling the meat. And that thing that's controlling the meat is it now can't control it like it could before because the meat because the work meat right. doesn't work as well. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, I, so like, but yeah, it's like that's so speculative. Exactly. Me, yeah, right? that's like, fucking exact. I know. I'm yeah. right there with you. I'm saying, but like yeah. someone's co- argument could be that. Sure, I got gotcha. because because at this point you're just you're just arguing about fucking nothing that can be proven, right? right. Nothing that has any evidence for it. We got a mean email from Dildo Shaggins, Tom. He's super <laughs> mad that you talked about vegans. <laughs>
3: It said, uh, hey, guys, I need to first tell you how much I love your show. I've been a patron for a short time. You may know me as the infamous Dildo Shaggins. So the reason for the email today is regarding what you guys said about vegans on your most recent show.
4: Spot fucking on, guys. (laughs) I am a vegan. I just want to say to all those people, I do not. Dildo Shaggins does not represent (laughs) my viewpoints on vegans, except for
3: Eli. Says I am a vegan and have been for most of my life. You guys cracked me up with your bit on our eating habits. Cecil, thank you for your kind words of respect. I, I didn't, not... mean of didn't mean any of them. He didn't mean any of them. If there's ever a kind or respectful word from Cecil, it's a liar. I meant word.
4: none of them. Yeah,
3: I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust this guy giving me a fucking wedding toast.
4: <laughs> That's why you went out of state to do it. <laughs> That's why you weren't invited. Uh, I know. <laughs> That's <didn't> awesome. Last.
3: <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe that was the problem. Oh no. <laughs>
4: oh the saddest day <sighs> Oh, yes it was <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cecil thank you for your kind words of respect but I could not stop laughing at what Tom was saying I feel like vegans like many other groups can't take a joke at their own expense they really can't but I Fuckers. thought it was great anyway thanks for all the laughs guys keep up the good works
4: good work we haven't done any good work yeah. hmm. and not like vegans the vegans have done a lot of good work oh, in the man. world they're time. all saints Each amazing one of them. amazing so, it's
3: astonishing that's why I keep two vegans for every food that I eat. Like, I just, I, I capture two. They're like carbon offsets. And then, and then I, I, I release them into the wild. <laughs> like vegan doves.
4: So uh, Elvis, who normally contributes uh, in uh, MP3 format, uh, sent us a message, Tom. He said,
3: and I, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he said, for a church to eliminate homophobia is a good thing, but homophobia is just a symptom, and only one symptom of the disease of religion. Why treat symptoms like homophobia, the subjugation of women, condoning clerical sex abuse, climate change denial, racial discrimination, and religious warfare? Why not go after the root cause? Um, and I think that that's an interesting point, and I think that the, the first round, so to speak, of the new atheists um, really went after the root cause in a big way, um, but I think that there is something to be said about attacking the symptoms because the symptoms are where the people are. Yeah. The symptoms are where people feel it most acutely. You know, if I have a conversation with you and I keep it sort of at the theoretical level yeah. and I say, you know, like, let's let's get all Boghossian on things, right? Sure. And talk about like epistemology and why we believe and what good systems yeah. of belief are. How do we are, know? Right. Yeah. Um, well, those, are, those are really good and interesting conversations to have, but I think you make more impact when you talk about you know, a baby's penis that was bungled in a sure. fucking religious circumcision, right? Because you can you can sympathize with humans in a way you can't with ideas.
4: I also, you know, I, part of me part of me thinks when I uh, that I do agree with you that you know there is something to be said that that the disease of religion has these symptoms, and the symptoms. Some of these symptoms are that the people can be homophobic. That's a thing that can happen. But you know we've we've dealt with anti-trans emails from atheists. Like we've, yeah. we've dealt yeah. with that. It's so not exclusive. It's not exclusive. Right? I would have thought it was exclusive until we got some of those emails. I would have I would have been hard pressed to think of an atheist position that would be anti-gay. I would be very hard pressed to think of that position. But we self-select our audience. It's true. You know what I mean? The thing yeah. is, is like like if you're a, if you're an anti-gay person and you happen to be an atheist, you're never going to listen to this show because the moment we start talking about gay rights, you're going to be like, fuck that, man. I don't like them fags, and you're gonna shut it off. So, you know, I'm never gonna be able to select those people. So, I don't, I, it's hard for me to realize that they exist, but they clearly do. Yeah, that's true, man. So, it's not that it's just religion, it's that bad ideas, but I do think bad ideas find themselves nestled in a very, very fertilized garden bed that is religion when it comes to you know bad ideas can foster very easily in religion they because can hide they're, there, man. they're backed up yeah. by the doctrine Right. and so um when you have that doctrine that's very powerful and it can convince people of things so i understand where you're coming from but i don't think that religion has a bad idea it has a monopoly on bad ideas i think bad ideas come from all different places so this week we were uh, we were on a show from wyoming waiting for wrath had us on and we had an absolutely great time talking to them, kidding around, laughing, and we reviewed a beer, and we stayed on for a, for a good portion of the show. If that show releases before this show, check these show notes, 291. Uh, but you could also check our Facebook feed or, our, uh, or our, uh, our Twitter feed to see if you could find a link to that episode. Uh, we had a great time talking nice to, uh, talking to the people nice for Waiting people. for Wrath, yeah. and, uh, and we hope to do it again soon. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we are going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue,
3: hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain pan sales pitch, late night infodocutainment.